BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Action 3 News weather alert update brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. We're looking at showers and storms today, a high of 73. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 73 once again for the high. Right now, 68 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Everything is still off the pace this morning. Heavy volume and, of course, big troubles with malfunctioning traffic lights. You're looking at a lot of lengthy delays in town. Now, if you do come up on a traffic light that's out or flashing red, please bring your patience. Once you get to the front of the line, don't forget to treat that as a four-way stop. Watch for Rex, northbound 75 at La Platte. Another coming in northbound 72nd at Q Street. The support is brought to you by Woodhouse Auto Family. Over 5,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from online at woodhouse.com. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. Right now it's 8.04. Here are your news headlines. Well, uh, two big changes coming to UNO's campus. It's a dry campus, no alcohol allowed, but uh, they are enacting a Good Samaritan rule. Starting this year, students 21 and under uh, who are intoxicated and or possess alcohol won't face any disciplinary action from UNO if they call authorities to help an intoxicated friend. Now, Nebraska uh, also enacted a Good Samaritan law. That goes into effect at the end of August, but UNO's policy starts now. Because the old deal was you'd go back to the dorm, it's freshman year, you might not even know your roommate very well, and he's passed out in his bed. You know, you come back with right. your buddies. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't know, he's wasted. I don't know how often he drinks. I don't want to tell the RA because I don't want to get him busted. I don't know sure. if that's cool. It's yeah. basically you feel like you're ratting out your roommate. 
They that sh- was a problem. So the smart thing is, is yeah, you got to give these kids safe, uh, it's basically like a safe haven, a halo, so they can report and not get in trouble. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Otherwise, they won't report. You know? we well, and we had situations. I mean, the part of the reason that we the Good Samaritan law got uh, passed by the Nebraska legislature last year is in response to some of these situations where kids were put in danger's way. You know, they're young, they're drinking, they don't know their limit, and they got you know, passed it, and in some cases it turned fatal. And so, but kids, you know, they wanted to give people the out, like, hey, listen, you're not all going to get in trouble. Just do the right thing. Get your friends some help. Sadly, it took us, well, it took me and many of our friends, it took us into our adulthood to sort of understand moderation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's such a young guy thing to to think that you got to pound a bunch of beers. Yeah. Or you got to do a bunch of shots. And it's like, you want to moderate. Just whatever it takes to get yourself a little buzz. That's all you really need. Yeah, because then, then... then you're staying upright so you can enjoy the whole night. If you're passing out, you're not around for any of the fun stuff. Well, uh, and in some cases, right? I mean, I know for myself, well, in some cases, you don't know your tolerance. So let's say you're used to drinking beer and all of a sudden somebody hands you a cocktail. You can't drink that cocktail like you do beer. It's going to hit you later and it's going to hit you harder. I mean, that was the case. Like, I remember once when I was in college and I was visiting a friend of mine in Chicago. We went to a fraternity party. And it was like, boom, man. I mean, lights out. It was, you know, uh, you went from beer to all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, there's this great, like, jungle juice or, like, you know, passion punch or something like that. And it's like Everclear. It's like, okay, lights out. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to slow it down. (laughs) You're like, I'm still figuring it out. I mean, come on. (laughs) Give me a cigar. (laughs) I want to put my mouth around it. But I'm saying when we were in high school, don't you remember the deal where guys would count beers? Yes. Doesn't that, and it made sense then, and it, now you realize how stupid it is. Yeah, yeah funny. Guys would count beers. Dude, how many have you had? 24. And we'd yeah. all lie and yeah. build it up. Hey, how many have you had? <laughs> You've only had eight? Bro, I'm like on like 12. you got to catch it. up. you got to catch up. And guys are checking beers, shaking yeah. it. Dude, you're leaving a little bit left in that. Like, yeah. don't do that. It's so stupid to do because then we're blotto. Yeah, and you're wasted. And, and you're bad things useless. happen. Yeah. yeah. You're just, you're dumb. So they try to make love and I, that doesn't even work. Stop it. Well, I would say the term is party smarter. <laughs> and I don't know if they teach that on campuses. Yeah. Party smarter. Well, right? and the other thing is, is, I mean, to be serious about what you were just saying, party, you yeah. know, a lot of mistakes do happen. You've been drinking, and you then bet. that's the thing. A lot of universities, part of the reason why they have zero tolerance is because. People make bad choices, and then the next morning, it's he said, she said about what exactly happened, and a lot of universities are like, this is a nightmare. Kids, they don't know their limit. They don't know, you know, what no means no. I mean, and and then you're having these situations where young men and young women are finding themselves in compromising situations with people that aren't doing the right thing. So it's just be smart. Um, But the other big thing is is that uh, UNO is changing one of their housing policies. They've got these uh, four-bedroom suites, and they are now going to be co-ed. Boys can live with girls. Girls can live with boys. It's a shared common living area in a kitchen, but they have their own bedrooms, so it's, you know, nobody's communal sleeping. But the university calls the policy gender-inclusive. So it's open to all students, but it's aimed to help people who maybe identify themselves as transgender or something different. Omaha police are looking for a man who may have been confronting grade school students more than once in the past week. Last Friday, a student walking to Sunny Slope Elementary near 108th and Maple. And then again yesterday, another student was walking to school near 75th and Grant. And they were both approached by a man. Now, they don't know if it was uh, the same man, but they match a similar description of an older 
uh, um, uh, Caucasian male, shoulder length, gray hair, maybe in like his 60s. On Friday, it was a uh, white cargo van, an older one with a uh, yellow script on the side of it. Uh, on Monday, it was a royal blue Kia. But I can't get Gandalf out of my head. I know. <laughs> Say no to Thanks, Gandalf. Jeff. <laughs> Look out for a creepy wizard. <laughs> <laughs> creepy wizard. Uh, so if anybody has the information, contact the authorities. But also it's just a good reminder, a nice reset for parents that are sending their kids off to school. Have that conversation about stranger danger. Uh, we got a good call earlier from a teacher who said that a lot of times, you know, we talked about safe words. They say they don't want to do safe words because then that makes you engage the stranger. So um, it goes back to don't talk to strangers. Just don't talk to them. You know, yeah, don't approach ignore them, them, ignore them, don't get into cars with them, and certainly don't talk to wizards. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of classes out there and stuff you can take. I think they should teach them in all the schools. So, like, kids need to learn um, their boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have personal space. Yes. A lot of kids don't understand that. You need to teach them that there's personal space. Yeah. And you should feel that people don't violate that. If there someone are does, alarm should go off. That's natural. Follow your instincts. Yeah. Get away. Yeah. Yeah. There are schools that do address that. There are, like, assemblies that kids do. Are they, they now, though? I mean, if you are, give us a call, 938-9400. Are you guys teaching that stuff? It doesn't seem like they are. Well, I, you know, I, I mean, think the I scariest thing for me was, you know, in order to volunteer at my son's school, I had to go through a background check and training. Mm-hmm. They made us do training, and one of the training was watching this documentary, this video, an educational video, where they interviewed child predators. Like, these are people that have yeah. been convicted, and they were sharing their stories as, like, this is how I did it. Keep an eye out for people like me. This is how I did it. This is how I got myself in good with the, these kids. And do you remember anything that really stuck out? Yeah. You I mean, said it was, it was just, it was very creepy. Oh, I mean. it was so, I mean, but, but it, it, you're reading this, and the w- crazy thing was, is that it was across the spectrum. It wasn't just creepy old guy looking like a wizard in a van. It was women. It was children. I mean, there were kids. I mean, we forget about this. There were kids where it was like, yeah, I stayed the night at my friend's house and their older brother or their older sister. And you're like, What? What? Yeah. You, you know, like, you, you think that they're protected because they go to, you know, Stacy's house for an overnight, but maybe you've never met the older brother, you know what I mean? And he's a weirdo. I mean, it was just, it was crazy, the stories that they told and how they they found themselves, they made themselves available to be around children in a wow. non-weird way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in a way where it was like, what, I was the gym teacher, or, oh, I helped coach Little League, or, oh, I worked at the roller rink, or something like that. You know, oh, you know people where you're like, yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, great. Okay. So, so are you saying that it's creepy that I work at a roller rink? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the DJ there, so I don't think you're creepy. Well, they gave me a deal on quad roller skates, so it's not like you're not going to say yes. I like it when you go, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the couple skates. Yeah. Can you shoot the duck? Absolutely. I'm always the, the show off. I'm like a dick where I tell everybody they got to take a break, so then I just show off. Go hot dogging. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. Boots with the fur. And I'm dropping like, down. You're going backwards. <laughs> The kids are like, this guy sucks, man. He's always hogging the floor. Hot dogging it. You're out there. What? Just keeping it real. Thailand's prime minister is vowing to track down those responsible for a a bombing in the capital city of Bangkok. It killed at least 20 people yesterday. The prime minister called it the worst incident that has ever happened in Thailand. At least 140 people were injured when the explosion went off near a popular religious tourist spot. Meantime, a second explosion hit Bangkok today. Police say a device 
was thrown near a rail station. No word on casualties or whether the two incidents are linked. And the impact of Iowa's bird flu outbreak is going to be priced at about $427 million. Officials say that the ripple effect of the losses could last up to three years. It's going to affect things like egg and poultry prices. The bird flu outbreak earlier this summer forced the depopulation of 34 million birds on 77 farms. And uh, two female soldiers will become the first women to graduate the Army's elite ranger school this week. They're going to receive their ranger tabs along with the rest of their graduating class in a ceremony in Georgia on Friday. Until this year, the training school had been closed to women since its founding over 60 years ago. And despite these two women getting their ranger certifications, they are not going to be allowed to join a ranger special forces regiment. And police are looking for a man who robbed a former Tuskegee airman. This person is such a jerk. The man stole his car. The guy, okay, so 93 years old. He was one of the first African-American pilots to train and fight in World War II. He's one of the Tuskegee airmen. He got lost while driving to his daughter's house in St. Louis late Sunday night. He pulled over to call her. And a man climbed into his car, took his money from the elderly veteran's pants pocket before driving off. And the man followed the thief's car but lost track of it after a few miles. He pulled to the side of the street to ask two men for help. And when he got out of the car to talk to them, they jumped into his car and drove off. So first he's robbed. And then he goes to find help to say, hey, I just got robbed. And they steal his car. Wow. That sucks. That totally is a... But he's a Tuskegee airman. You're like, dude, 93 years old. He lived through World War II. And now it's like St. Louis. And he goes to visit his daughter, and this happens. They're obviously turning over every rock to try to find the people who did this. Bad people have no code. Uh, The Food and Drug Administration is about to decide whether to approve a drug that treats low sex drive in women. The FDA is going to decide the fate of the so-called little pink pill today. Molly can't wait. I know. She's one of Bison. Eat them like M&M's. Bill Cosby pill. I'm okay, thank you. Critics say that the drug has risky side effects. The FDA has rejected it twice in the past five years. Uh, I don't have the list. Um, but I've heard things Apple like bottom yeah exactly makes you attracted to guys <laughs> roller skating on quads there you go Jeff. wearing apple bottom jeans um, and the uh, National Labor Relations Board says that Northwestern University football players cannot unionize bam the vote was unanimous from the five member board which dismissed the Northwestern University Wildcat players' petition to form a union. Yeah, it doesn't really end the conversation. They just no. said, look, that's a private university, right? They're saying, we, or, or they can only affect private, whatever, this, this labor, whatever, board. They said that only can't be. Address private universities. They're like, and most kids are going to, most football players are at a public university. Yeah. So this is the NCAA, um, uh, kind of a major victory for the uh, well, for Northwestern and UCA. So this is one school. Employees were given collective. They were trying to get collective bargaining rights, um, and the petition to unionize has been filed by the College Athletes Players Association. So I think it was more than just one, but you know, but everybody yeah. feels like they need to start paying these kids. Yeah, because I don't know. I I don't think they should be paid. Um, I, I think I just it's strange it's, to pay them. I mean, they're because the, there's a lot of these kids that come from nothing. Yeah. And now they're playing football at a top flight. I know we can all say this stuff. Well, they're getting pay, they're getting an education, but they don't have any money in their pocket while they're there. Yeah, that's the other in thing. Co- it's college. So. Imagine when you were a college student, you had a couple bucks in your pocket. 
Um, you know, you're going to parties. It's this great time of your life. You're around other people that have money. Yeah. And these mm-hmm. kids are broken. They can't give them a nickel. So what happens? They get they have nefarious types that want to give them money. Yes, they which do. Which is breaking the rules. And then, then major problems happen. Um, gosh, should they get paid? I just don't know. Well, I mean, the, um, the, the theory of the university is getting paid. They're getting paid. They're because getting paid Mike a lot. The star, you're the star quarterback. Yeah. And this you university is making a ton of money off of you. And the coach is getting, uh, they're getting giant bonuses from making it, you know, to uh, bowl games and to championships and so on and so forth. So And all you're asking for is a little stipend. Yeah. Oh, just some walk Food. around. Walk yeah. around. Well, yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. If it's part of their scholarship, a lot of times when you know people get like full ride academic scholarships, they'll get that extra part where it's like this is for books and for food and things like that. Yeah, um, they'll get like that extra stipend. I don't know why that's not being offered to athletes. I don't know if they consider that pay to play. I don't or... think it's enough. Whatever they're getting is clearly not enough. Um, so, do you use flying as an opportunity? To order yourself a cocktail at 6 a.m. without looking like a drunk? Well, yes. you're not the only one. I guess professional men between the ages of 25 and 34 are the biggest pre-flight drinkers amongst males. According to a new survey, um, they, they were polling like who drinks like and when. Meanwhile, women over the age of 65 are the most likely to get uh, drunk amongst females. Well, and because females a lot of times have families and kids, and so you probably can't be drinking. But right. You know, it used to be guys or people would drink before a flight because of the anxiety of flying on a plane. Yeah, nerves. Yeah. Now it is the anxiety of going through an airport. Probably so. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely stressful to get through the line to you make it through drink. security. I and you drink. finally put your belt back on in your shoes, look at your watch, and you've got 45 minutes to catch a flight. You exhale, and you're like, I could use a drink. Yeah. Every time. I mean, I usually, if I do it, it's one. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's to knock you out on the plane. If That's you got enough I time to like sleep it's... and it's in the morning, I'm always like, I'm going to sleep on this plane. I'm going to get a drink, like a drink, drink. You might get a beer. You don't get a drink, drink when you like. I've been in airports you know, early. No, but... that's gonna look pathetic. I'm always drinking. In the yeah, airport I don't drink when I travel. <laughs> well, I don't drink when I travel with my kids. I mean, you got to be, you got to be razor's edge, sharp eyes, especially in airport. Good God. Oh yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, but well, when I'm sense. solo, ooh. Well, you're all wasted, aren't you? Sneaking no, your wine. I mean, on. no, I no. When I'm so, it depends. I mean, the flight from yeah. Omaha to Chicago, it's like you. It's an hour. It's an hour. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like no. That's but, when you know you're a drunk if you need a if you need a drink on the flight from Omaha to Chicago. <laughs> you're getting like, hey. antsy because the stewardess is like, in a little bit of while we're gonna go around and see if anybody needs a beverage. And you're looking at your watch like, okay, well you better start hurrying up. Well, yeah, tick tock, tick tock. One hour. But waiting for the flight, yes. You know, like I'll usually grab a drink, hanging out. You know, because then you sh- you know you hang you can hang out in the bar, you can watch TV. Do you guys take travel uh, uh, vodka nope, travel? We know you do. We yeah. know you do. We know you, you do. BYOB, his own tiny airplane bottles of booze. Where do you find them? Anywhere. You buy them at the liquor store. Yeah, anywhere. They yeah, but be... how do you get them through security? You, you can take it. You can take. It's liquid. It's small enough. It's small they won't enough. Confiscate them. Oh, really? Yeah, they won't confiscate He's not committing that. any crime. No. Of, you of... really backpack in your own booze. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to a sponsor. <laughs> you mean there's someone I, that can help me? <laughs> airplane drinking. It works is the if best. you work it. Yeah, airplane drinking is the best. Yeah, you just I mean, when the just... stewardesses are cool, or the steward or the stewardess, you know. Yeah, 
It's you like, get like a Doors and Water, and I'm always like, can I get two bottles? Yeah, they the way. hook you up. And the gal will give you that look like, you're an uh, alcoholic. Okay. Meet you in the bathroom. My high club, you're like, I'm not going to be in any condition. <laughs> Whiskey <Mr>. pants. Whiskey pants. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Uh, look at Mr. Whiskey pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody got their drink on. <laughs> Whiskey pants. Hello. <laughs> Noodle McWhiskey pants. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oh, again! Do you have any female Viagra I can pop? Maybe that'll work. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. She's like, it's only an hour flight. You're like, damn uh, you, you always work at home. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? That is your news update on Omaha's number uh, one hit music station, Channel 941. I think it's right, It's 822. Your calls, 402-938-9400. Got a couple people on hold. We'll get to you in a second. Uh, just update these spots. All right, your high today is going to be lower to mid-70s today and tomorrow. We just got rain on and off, on and off. So that's pretty much the story today. But tomorrow, again, just partly cloudy. Not too bad. Uh, it's about... Uh, 68, 69 degrees right now. I'd say 22. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Staples has everything you need to get your kids 110% ready for back to school with low prices all season long. Like one subject notebooks for just 25 cents each. Make low prices happen. Make 100. All of Omaha is late to work. So I'm hoping that the bosses will cut some slack. I'm serious. I've, I've never seen a morning where this many traffic lights are out. I know. Driving in, it was weird. You had to practice, I mean, uh, you know, what, you, what to do. But, I mean, we don't have to worry too much because we're early. Exactly. Most people. But, God, that storm last night must have been awful. I, don't, I slipped right through it. But you I'm looking did? at it right now. West Side High School canceled their classes yep. today. Really? Because uh, it's all flooded. Yep. Oh, man, did you know oh. it was coming? You didn't go to bed knowing it was coming? I turned off no. the AC. Open the window. Oh, see, I wish wow. I would have. Because the breeze blows in when it's, yeah. when it's coming. And I woke up when it came in Jeez. and had to get that window closed. And it was blowing and well, I didn't even hear that. All what the time power did it, was out. What time did that go down? I don't know, like That's 3 in the morning. Oh, jeez, yeah, I was sleeping it off. How's the traffic? I mean, what, what's what's going on? Well, it's a mess. The problem right. is the traffic lights. So we know that on center that they're out pretty much from about 180th all the way down to about 144th. So everybody's just kind of stuck. Uh, 40th and Dodge is jammed up because of traffic lights. We're seeing lengthy delays 80 westbound to exit 84th because the lights are out at the bottom of the ramp. So it's far spreading with that sporadic power outage throughout the city. You're going to encounter lights out pretty much all the way into work. And again, seriously, almost everybody, I think, is really late for work. So if you're just getting started, you come up on one of these traffic light situations once you get to the front, just remember to treat that as a four-way stop. And, of course, bring your patience because everybody else is late with you. All right. Thank you, Cammy. Have you a betcha. good day, dear. All right. See you later. All right. Channel 94. Hello. Who's this? Uh, this is Bree. Hi, Bree. What's up? 
Not much. I, I'm calling as far as those stranger danger programs. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have, yeah, I don't have kids, but my girlfriend does. Uh, she's never mentioned any stranger danger programs. But I do know that she has told me in order to supervise field trips, they have a questionnaire. And one of the questions asks if you've ever been convicted of prostitution. Okay. And I was like, I just think that's a weird question. Because, I mean, if, if one would hope the only, that's not the only, like, tool they go off of. No, but they use this all sorts of, they cover, I mean, you'd be surprised. I had to, uh, I live in Chicago, and we were filling out the form for our child to go, um, like, when we were looking at schools, and for the public schools here, I mean, they ask where you live, and it's things like, under a bridge, in a car, like, (laughs) other. I mean, honestly, like, I was like, well, aren't we thorough? You know, but I mean, that is, these are, like, I mean, you read that, and you're like, oh my God, somebody's checking this box. Somebody's got a kid. And they're living out of their car. Yeah. Or they're living... Why wouldn't they just have an empty blank where you fill it in? Why do they have to give you a choice? I don't of, know. Under, was, a, tr- under a bridge. It was really in weird. In a car. Other. Yeah. Probably. I was like, and then other. I was like, what's other besides that? Like, I don't a know. Shoe. Dumpster? Maybe you live in a I shoe. Don't know. Ooh. But but I, it was heartbreaking because you're like, gosh, there are parents there. There are parents out there that are facing that. You know, that don't yeah. have, that can't mark like home, apartment, you know, whatever. That they are having to mark other and it's a shelter, other. or it's it, it's a car. There really was under a bridge. Yeah, one of them was like under a bridge or something. I have to look up the form again, but it was like really like there was something where I was like, "That's I a would weird think thing." That, to that put. would be a green light for child protective services. <laughs> yeah, I think they might also use it for that. That's like filling out a job application that says, "Do you think it's cool to steal stuff to supplement your income?" You know, that's a hundred percent not going to get hired if you check yes that's, on that one. But people probably do. I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know. So, hey, dude, thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. All right, see you later. All right. That was a strange call. Prostitution, so. Yeah. I know. Hey, yeah. man, it takes all kinds, right? I guess so. All right, we got some celebrity news to go uh, with. What do you got there? Yes, uh, John Stewart uh, books his first post-Daily Show gig. Where do you find out what that is? And Heidi Klum firing back at Donald Trump. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right, it's 835. Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Here's some cool news from OPPD. We want to give you 50 bucks. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Day 44, 73 is your eye today. What day today? It's probably good soup day. Tomorrow we got 70. <laughs> today it's a soup day at the old folks' home. Golden Corral. Oh. You get there about 4, late okay. night meal for you. I kind of want to make uh, some um, like beans and ham hock soup. I don't know why this gloomy weather out there makes you want to make soup. Dude, I'm not going to throw you under the bus because I've no. been trolling soup recipes for the last three days. I kid you not. Is it the weather or is it... I think uh, it's the weather. I also think I'm just ready for, I'm ready for fall. I was going to say, what about the weather would make it soup weather? Uh, it's because not. of the cloudy. I don't know. The cloudy and the, and the rainy makes me feel like I should cuddle over a little bowl of soup. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been uh, looking at, there was a um, there was a, a ginger carrot one that I saw, and then there's this roasted uh, red pepper tomato coconut milk one that I saw, and then there was this really yummy, like, hearty chicken noodle soup one that I was reading. By the way, Party's wearing a huge wool sweater today. 
<laughs> that goes over his hands. Oh, so he feels petite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like yeah. I'm so little. Look at my my shirt's so big it covers my hands. <laughs> You're just a waif. I know. What are you gonna do now that festival season's over? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All of your gossamer wing fringe festival wear is just gonna go to the closet for next summer. God, doesn't a bowl of soup? Hey, it's Fashion good. Week, by the way. Ooh. Yeah, you're gonna be seeing a lot of short shorts with fringy overcoats. It's uh, it's all about it right now. Yeah. There's some really cool stuff though. We got a lot of cool local designers that are strutting their stuff. All right, what's going on with the style? John Stewart. He uh, signed off as host of the Daily Show last week, but don't worry, he's not taking it easy just yet. It uh, word has come that John Stewart is going to host WWE SummerSlam, which airs live uh, August 23rd from the Barclays Center in uh, Brooklyn. WWE, I guess uh, John Stewart is going to helm a one-hour pre-show that kicks off at 5 o'clock, followed by a four-hour live broadcast. Stewart's a known fan of the WWE. There you go. Having previously logged a cameo on Monday Night Raw. How funny is that? You would just never think that that was his... His thing. That's his jam. Yeah, this yeah, like his sardonic, uh, sarcastic comedian. And he's I like, mean, I who love skewers it. everything. Yeah. Maybe it's good. It gives hope that there's something making him. I toured with the biggest grump. Like he was such an old man grump, and he was obsessed with WWE. And it was like such a weird part of his personality. Like when we were on tours, he used to hate it when we had shows on Monday nights because it was always Monday Night Raw. Isn't yeah. that when it is? And yeah. he'd always be like, dude. So he always had to have it on backstage. Can you say who it was? It wasn't anybody. I mean, it was a guy that I toured with. His name was Bob Algren. He didn't. He's not. I mean, he didn't make it in. No, but it was funny because it was when we were all touring together, like a bunch of other people and I. And I mean, it was always that one thing where it was like he was always pissed when we had Monday shows. He's like, dude, really Monday? Isn't that funny? I used to go down to the DJ's dugout on 114th. Um, it's still a DJ's dugout. What was it called before that, though? A scorecard. Scorecard. How do I remember that? Vacation. Um, because it, it was when it was the scorecard, you'd go down there on a Monday, and all the all the wrestling guys are there, and they'd take it super serious, and they'd be in that back room watching WWE. You know, like like they would bend over backwards for the WWE crowd. And all I ever wanted to do was get one hockey game on the satellite. Oh, geez. And yeah. I was always the wear out sitting at the bar. Yeah, sir. What do you need? I'd be like, can I just get the like Red Wings game? How about any hockey game you can find on the She's satellite? Like, you're such a wear out. Like, okay, I'll go talk to Jerry, and the girl could go back there, and you know, Jerry, the satellite guy, would stick his head out, like, who wants to watch hockey? Like, where? And then she points him. Yeah, the creeper. It's been there like forever. <laughs> Why don't you just go watch wrestling? I get so mad. I'm like, why are you being nice to the wrestlers? <laughs> a real sport. Oh, they, don't say that to wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to get a you're going to get a I'm folding sorry. chair across the back if you aren't careful. Oh, then you're going to have to pratfall. Real sport. Well, I'm with him. I mean, I don't I don't I mean, I understand I've been to him, but I think it you're just brought up um I think it's just ingrained in your in your little mind when you're a little kid to, to I become got no a problem fan. with it, man. Live and yeah. live. Everybody should find a thing. Like you what's yeah. your hot people are always like, Why are you so into hockey? I'm like, who cares? Find I know. A, go find a thing. Find your thing. Find your like, hockey. Jeff, I never understand find that six of them, so it you know, gives you a little spice, right? I Every, never understand when people get I mean it's like, is it hurting you? Am I hurting others? Am I destroying something? I mean, is is my participation in this hobby somehow 
detrimental to society or the world as a whole, then back off. Like, who cares? And I like, feel people like, want a scrapbook, scrapbook. People want to love hockey or wrestling, go. God bless. Whatever. I feel like it's live and let live up until the point where you're painting your face. No, even then. Then you're then, sort of breaking cares? Molly's rule of, like, Eh, you're kind of encroaching on me. That's your face not. makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, your face is my entertainment. Who the hell paints their face? I just, that's oh, another. super fans. That's the craziest thing. That's somebody's. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's husband. I think it's. it's, it's <laughs> that's, there's a woman out there who's shaking her head and saying, "Where that's did I go? Man. Where did I go so wrong?" At what point raising Jeremy did I make it seem okay to be this excited about somebody else playing something? What about if I mean, Peter motivating the, face? Is it motivating the team? Does the team know. ever look up into the crowd and it's like, yes, you face painter, this is why we do this. I suppose if they have your number yeah. on their cheek, you know, if like you look up and it's like, you're number 15 and that person's such a crazy fan, they painted their face and there's a number 15. I just think it's weird because it's another guy. And you're like, okay. How about when Warren Buffett put on that uh, Creighton sticker on his face? He loves that. It just look weird. I know, but, you know, like, that's what I said. I mean, is it hurting anything? I mean, did, I, I, did, no, did, did, I mean, did a star collapse because that happened? I thought that would be pretty exciting for Creighton, right? Mm-hmm. Creighton, right? The richest, one of the richest, most powerful Dude, put that people on in the world. Billboard, put that on alumni materials. Bam, that just happened. Anyway, what are we talking about? John Stewart, <laughs> John Stewart. is a big WWE and, fan. And, and he's in the trust tree. There's no shaming. There's no judging. I like that. Find your thing. Find your thing and like it. Why, Why not? not? Yeah. Why not? Seriously, life is too short to be unhappy. Uh, what is my thing? There's so many things in life that we have to do. Like, have to. We all have to, like, work or make money. Otherwise, we can't, you know, survive or sustain or live or whatever. We have to find housing, that kind of thing. We have to find shelter. Why not, in that time when you're not finding, foraging for food or shelter, do something that makes you truly happy? As long as what makes you truly happy isn't, like, disemboweling the neighborhood cat. I oh. don't care. <laughs> don't judge. I'm just saying. I'm not judging you, Jeff. We we start judging when you're kidding, hurting kidding, people. Kidding, I would never hurt no, anyone. Gosh, I know. No. Uh, Heidi Klum took to Twitter on Monday to respond to Donald Trump's recent declaration that she's no longer a 10. Who is he to say? He's not a 10. He never was a 10. Uh, yeah, so Heidi Klum, she's 42. She posted a video of herself wearing a T-shirt with a piece of paper pinned to it that read 10. And then a guy wearing a Donald Trump mask comes in and rips the 10 off to reveal the 9.99. And she's like, at first looks outraged, and then she grins and shrugs it off. Now, why, why would Trump uh-huh. say that? I don't know how it came up. Who knows? He's talking. He was interviewed by the New York Times over the weekend, and he inexplicably brought up Klum and his rating of her appearance. Like, it wasn't... It didn't have anything to do with anything. I just like, really he talked himself into that corner. Right, I'm not saying I want him to be the president, okay? Yeah, yeah. But he, I do love for America right now. We're enjoying a guy that has taken the gag off. <laughs> yeah. Here's what he said. He goes, "Sometimes I go a little bit, uh, a little bit far." Heidi Klum. Sadly, she's no longer a ten. Sadly, she's no longer a ten. Yeah, that All is right. so Trump. Yes, that's Trump. And the thing about this is that everybody's trying to everything discredit can, everything he says. Sadly, she's but no they're, longer a they're just giving them juice. I love it. It's it's this is the opposite. Now, of why that. can't we say that people aren't tens forever? No, is that fair to say, Molly? Yeah, Molly, I think Molly, I, yeah. Molly, you're a ten forever. Oh, <laughs> so full of it. I but know. I'll take it. I'll take it and run. Um, no, I think that you're right. I mean, but to say that she's no longer a ten. 
Like, what's his 10 then? Because she looks pretty stinking hot to me. I think I she mean, looks stinking hot, right? It is really no insult. I, I, mean, I mean, that's I guess what it I'm is saying. taken as an insult, but it's like. But what, what do you say? We, we don't get tense forever. If you compare it to, like, what? Um, who's the gal that's uh, naked in uh, Vanity Fair right now? That's oh, freaking, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone is in. Um, Prime shape, right? She, she got, looks really good. She's yeah, 50. Looks great. But she made a funny statement about, about when you're a sex symbol. Like, look, you don't get this forever. No. She True. goes, and I'm not saying I'm still the. The shape I was in Basic Instinct. Sure, she said her butt looks like a bag of bagels. <laughs> but what? that's, I mean, or life waffles. happens. Gravity waffles. always wins. Pancakes. Yes. So pancakes. what did Trump say? Her butt looks like a sack of pounded out pancakes. That's yeah. hysterical. But she's happy with her body. Yeah. And everybody else is like, wow, you look really good. Yeah, right. She does. So what, so what did Trump my say? Problem, did Trump... Trump, Trump said she's no longer a 10, she's a 9 and a half. Is that what you said? Or? No, he said he just said that she's that no she's longer. Sadly, He's like no longer a 10. He's, ra- he's rating her almost like a piece of art that's depreciated. Okay. She's no longer a 10. Now, she is a fashion model, so we, she is somebody who has always been judged on beauty. So, in theory, you can say, sadly, she's no longer a 10. But I took I a look at her, and I'm not being like, oh, everyone's beautiful, kumbaya. I took a look at her, though. I mean, and honestly, I, I don't... I, 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 She's still a ten. I mean, she's still and on your a rock star on, on your scale. On a scale of what normal humans look like, she's still a superhuman. Uh, no, I don't know. Everyone's really... got their own tens, though. Molly. She's the bod. I mean, yeah, she still is the bod. Did you see her body? Nah. That had children. That's forty-two years old. I mean, and it's still just boom. I mean, a twenty-year-old would pay to have that body. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't know what his definition of a 10 is. Then. Exactly. Everyone's got their own definition of a 10. Apparently, it's him. You like, know. That's the thing. You're like, <laughs> I mean, realistically, she's not a 10. No, Party. she's not. Really? No. Not on our scales. No. I got, Listen, my scale's like, different. Imagine, Molly, you're judging, you're a figure skating judge at the Olympics, okay? Right. We can't just start handing out 10s like confetti yes. and we're going to have no scale. Everybody gets what out if, trophies. Uh, the little Russian girl gets out there and blows us away? I got, I got no ceiling now. Yeah. I've been I still think she's better looking than some of the models now. Well, you like can, that. You can. Uh, you know, I mean, so for me, even some of the models that are out now, you're like, eh. Megan I mean, Fox, I will give her a nine and a half. Pretty close she, to her 10. looks she's are not. She's not holding a ten. She's Megan almost Fox's, a ten. She's See, like 10 right Molly, now. different. I yeah. would give a ten to my girl who says, "In my country, this is football." Yeah. Adriana Lima. Oh, that's a ten. That's a ten, man. That's just crashing through the ceiling of love and sexiness. <clears throat> oh, that ceiling. Here we go. <laughs> This doesn't make any friends. You this know is what? Just, it's a fool. It's a fool's foolish man's game. This is this show right now. Statements, it's right. not a ten. It's not a ten. Right now, we are not behaving like tens. You know what? We've yeah. always been a really fun five. All right, we're a lot of fun in the sack. <laughs> I'm with that. You drink enough, we'll knock your lights out. That's we're right. sevens. Knock the bottom out, baby. That is your. <laughs> you bring us home to mom, but you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna tell your friends about us. I don't know if you tell your friends about us. You're gonna tell your friends. About us. That is our celebrity news update on almost number one hit music station, Channel ninety four one. All right, four zero two nine three eight ninety four hundred. That's into the show. Your high seventy three today. Wet day all day today. Uh, tomorrow looks like it's gonna clear up, but it looks like there's some major storms cruising through here uh, coming after us. So uh, damn, that's happening today. Oh, I was gonna say just real quick yesterday. I went and got a sandwich, uh-huh. and an older gal leaned out to give me the sandwich, and the rain was pouring down. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry I made you wet. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and she's like, really? 
She's like, don't worry. You didn't. <laughs> All right, day 57. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Freeride is on. For a limited time only, get 0% APR financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. So you're free from interest for six years. That's on every 2015 car, SUV, and truck. So you're free to choose. Plus 1,000 bonus cash direct from Ford on cars and SUVs. So you're free to save. Interest-free financing for six years on every 2015 Ford. Plus 1,000 bonus cash on cars and SUVs. Free from interest, free to choose, free to save. But hurry, the free ride ends soon at your local Ford dealer. Not all buyers will qualify for 